So welcome to episode 61 of They Think It's All Over, where today we have an AI special as we're joined by a real life robot, Bard, Google's AI language model. Yes, that's right. Welcome to They Think It's All Over, the football shirt show. It is predicted that robots will take over 30 million jobs from humans in the next seven years. And today we find out if they can take over from us on the podcast. But before we introduce our special guest, we are joined by our very own bicentennial man, Tom at Footy Shirts. Hi, Tom. It's Brittany, bitch. Hello, everyone. There we go. We're also joined by Happy Chappy as Adam. This one kit joins us. Hello. I'm waving. You can't see me, but I'm a happy chappy. So, yeah. And finally, our resident Terminator, Scott at Flying Scotsman. Good fucking evening. Or morning. Depends when you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, I would suggest evenings when kids are asleep is probably a good good time to listen to this normally. How was everyone this week? Yeah, Man United are shit. Left a little note in Tom's uh, package the other week saying that Chelsea were shit and that's ringing true. And we mentioned on one of our group chats that, yeah, Liverpool beat Man United 7-0 and thought, fuck it, that'll do for this year, because they're also shit. <laughs> well, I think I can feel your pain, Scott, because we don't even know when this goes out if Graham Potter will still be at Chelsea. So we'll wait and see. But always, always nice to see Thomas Tuchel return to the touchline and absolutely spank his biggest rivals as Munich fresh Dortmund. What could have been? That's got to be the worst footballing decision ever made surely to sack Thomas Tuchel and bring in Graham Potter have you all seen the goal have you all speaking about Bayern getting spanking have you seen the first goal oh it's an Enkelman Birmingham special oh, isn't it an absolute shocker so go on Scott just for anybody who's not seen it just talk us through the uh the wonder 65 yard strike by um was it Umen Bacan well, that's not as yeah, open so that's he- at all is it well, yeah, he's basically dinked the ball over the top for Sane and the Dortmund keepers come flying out to the edge of the box, gone to just clear it, giving it a big old swing and a miss. And it was and it was so bad that Sane didn't even have to touch it. He just let it roll in. He just shadowed it to make sure it went in. I did think Sane was going to give it a little David Nugent at the last minute and just tap it over the line, but he didn't, did he? It would have been funnier if he did. <laughs> So we're recording this on the Sunday evening and Classic Football Shirts have been running a 20% off offer the last few days that closed. Was anybody tempted? Um, yeah, I was. Actually, you probably quite like this, Adrian. I bought um, the Palermo shirt, The I, I believe it's the current one, uh, pink home shirt with the lacer on the collar, kappa. We all know my thoughts on classic football shirts. Uh, I did a, a, a tweet saying that uh, I thought some of their practices were abhorrent. But then again, it's a 20% sale. So you've got to take advantage. And yeah, I'm quite excited to receive it. It's a really nice shirt. I think all three shirts they've done this time for Palermo are really, really good. But I went for the home shirt this time. 20% almost makes their stuff affordable, doesn't it, Adam? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it makes it worthwhile. Thanks to Scotland, I've not gone into the CFS sale because I've been rinsed because I bought a box shirt with some whiskey in it. <laughs> I have to ask you, I've been wanting to ask you about this. Are you going to drink the whiskey? Mate, I, I don't take the tags off the shirt. You don't think I'm opening the bottle of whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be buggered in like 15, 16 years time when your kids go out and 
they'll, they'll drink it and then fill it back up with like apple juice or something like we all used to when we were kids and well you'll never know anyway you never open it no exactly <laughs> the poor person that gets it from me when i die will figure it out <laughs> See, I actually dodged a classic football shirt sale. There was nothing in there that took my fancy, but I did have a shirt ordered. Tom from Circa 88, he has some great stock of those Lucha Libre, Charlie, Mexican wrestling shirts. And I've been jealous of Mike's uh, Atlas shirt for a long time. I know he paid a fair bit of whack to get that sent over from Mexico, but Tom actually got them at a really reasonable price. So fair play to him. And I've ordered the Atlas shirt from him and I should be getting that. This week, um, Mike picked up another two of the four or possibly six. I think he's got three out of six, actually. But yeah, take a look at those um, because they're great shirts. Really cool lace-up collar, especially if you're into your wrestling, even just a little bit there. Really cool designs. Tom's got quite a decent supply chain of Charlie into the UK, hasn't he, at the moment? He has, and there could be a giveaway on the horizon. So keep your eyes peeled for that, Pablo. There's no better Charlie than free Charlie. We'll uh, we will move on because um, well, we're not a family pod and we never will be. But anyway, let's move on. Um, Adam, you're going to tell us all about Bard and what it is because I do think there's a few people like me seven days ago who didn't really have a clue. And um, given that Bard is one of our guests this week, I think I think we need a little explanation. Yes, well, the best way of explaining what Bard is is to ask Bard itself. So Bard is an AI. And you can ask it questions. So I asked Bard, what is Bard? And Bard responded, Bard is a large language model, also known as a conversational AI or chatbot, trained to be informative and comprehensive. I am trained on a massive amount of text data, and I'm able to communicate and generate human-like text in response to a wide range of prompts and questions. How long has this been about then? Because I'm pretty sure some people have been tweeting like this for quite a while. Toxic. (laughs) Wow. Um, as far as I know, Bard is fairly current, um, but I think there have been other AI chatbots available for a little while. So who knows uh, what people have been using to uh, to compose their tweets with? I, I, I don't know. You'll have to ask them. So I did actually download this after you told me about it, Adam. And because obviously, I don't know if people know, but at work, I have to write scripts and I have to write links to, to video compilations and highlights and all sorts of things. So I wondered, <laughs> through, through fear of this AI taking my job, they took our jobs. I wondered if they could write my links for me on the scripts. And I did put, can you preview Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund in there for me? And within seconds, it had done it. But, and it's a big but, and I'm hoping it's going to remain like this for the foreseeable it had all the correct information except some of the stats were outdated by a year so it's clearly like scoured the internet and got all the info but not quite up to date so hopefully i'll be safe at work for a little bit longer (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time sounds like the perfect guest for us to have on this podcast you know it's going to fit in quite well so so what we're going to do is we're going to cover off our usual show we're going to refer some questions to bard find out what bard's got to say on on some of the topics and then we've got a special storytelling ai computer special that's going to be shirt related for you coming up but as usual let's kick off with the news
We've got a few things in the news this week. We saw some April Fool's football shirt related tweets and news out there. We've seen an Ajax retro clothing range and we've also seen leaked Juve shirts for next season. But who wants to start where? Let's go retro to start with. So anybody that is into Adidas Originals will love this Adidas range. And anybody that's an Ajax fan is obviously clearly going to love it. But they've come out with a retro long-sleeved shirt, a pair of Sambas, um, a full tracksuit, so a, a full zip top and uh, bottoms. A really Probably my favourite bit of the collection, the quarter zip jacket and a couple of T-shirts. And I think the coolest bit is they've used the original Ajax logo, which you know everybody loves. I know they brought out, wasn't it 2021 when they brought out the the home shirt that went back to that original logo with the silver stripes that and didn't put the n- name on the back. So yeah, I think it's another another hit from Adidas uh, to go along with the icon range that was just released last month. Have you guys seen it? Any opinions? Yeah, I loved all of these. I think my favourite, like you said, Scott, was that quarter zip drill top. Thought it was a weird item of clothing because it's not something you see all that common with the Adidas like uh, icons and the, and the retro ranges or I, I've at least missed it with the other clubs they've done but I loved that for it was great but the, the shirt itself is modelled on like the 70s Ajax jerseys and you know Cruyff's era and I just think it's so cool you know we, we, we're in the process of compiling the greatest list of shirts of all time and anything Cruyff wore is immediately cool and I just think this this whole range oozes that that cool but it is a little pricey I think which is what's put me off dipping into my wallet yeah you're right that that quarter zip is more of a modern style I know if you look at all the the pre-match long sleeved shirts from from clubs these days it's the quarter zips that the players will wear in training and stuff and I love them so I I would love to see them creep more into the retro range because I I've always been a fan of a quarter quarter zip as opposed to the full zip but I think you're right Tom but unfortunately I mean slightly going off topic I don't know if you heard the news last week that they're now reporting that groceries are double the price that they were almost just four months ago so so I you look at the authentic tops you look at the stadium shirts I unfortunately think this is everything is just going to go up and up and up Uh, and and that's you can see that falling falling into the football clothing items as well so I can't see it changing unfortunately all right okay we're trying to you know we have a shirt collecting hobby to get away from real life we don't need um bringing down do we Adam do you have an opinion on these or more importantly does Bard have an opinion on these well does Bard have an opinion on this let's I mean I do have opinion um again I I just mirror what everyone else says Uh, I think they're really smart I think Ajax have become really good at tapping into the kind of fashion of football obviously they've had some really good away shirts uh the bob marley one the daily paper shirt as which also had a, a training top with it as well but what does bard think i'm intrigued yeah he's yeah. gonna have more value than than mike do you reckon <laughs> do you know what i realized adam doing this you've got a real richard osman vibe to you this is like pointless <laughs> if only i was as tall as him but i'm only five eight so <laughs> Right, what does Bard have to say about the new Ajax range? Um, I'm just going to have to interrupt Bard for a moment here. Breaking news, Harry Potter has been sacked. Uh, sorry, Graham Potter. You're joking, are you joking? What, 
One sixty seconds ago, Chelsea have sacked Grandpa. <sighs> Tom, let go of my thigh. Don't need that sort of reaction on it. No, I'm dead serious. He's gone. Come on, Tom. Well, thoughts and views. Wow. Well, there you go. I mean, I think at most clubs, we. we it's such a hard situation. I, I do feel a bit sorry for him. We're an absolute shit show of a football club. I have been for quite a while now. But we it's not a tolerant world. And I fail to see how a squad of players that talented cannot be performing better. And there was just no... From Chelsea fans' point of view, couldn't see what he was trying to achieve. So not surprised. I think it's disappointing all round. But yeah... Should never have sacked too short, like I said earlier. Does anybody does this show any resemblance to anybody else but me to the David Moyes and Man United situation? They've gone, they've gone and hired a manager that has handled a smaller team really well and has essentially overachieved, and then they get brought to a club where finishing fifth is not a pat on the back, or for Moisey finishing fourth with Everton, which was a massive achievement. But when you walk into the likes of Chelsea. Liverpool, now City, um, Arsenal, you know, Arteta's been getting stick. It's not good enough to, to, to do these small... You are expected to win every single game and there's pressure when you don't. And for them to take Graham Potter from Brighton, I, I just, I never, I honestly never thought he had the big club experience to be able to handle it. And unfortunately, we've been proven right, haven't we? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I, I think just to go back to what Tom said, though, I... I can't believe they had a world-class manager. Like, obviously, with the Man United example, Ferguson was leaving and they took a chance on someone. They didn't need to take a chance on Potter. They had one of the world's best managers right there. And for some reason, Todd Bowley came in and was just like, nope, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to spend like three to four hundred million pounds on players, get a new guy in. It just hasn't worked and it's been an absolute disaster. And I think it's great because it's made Liverpool not look quite as shit this season because it's been absolutely <laughs> fucking dreadful this year as a Liverpool fan. In fact, three of us here have had really shit seasons. So um, I think we can all join in each other's misery, to be honest. Yeah, well, uh, it's not all about football shirts, but, um, but yeah, we bring you to real life. It'll be interesting how Deserby gets on with them next season. But um, in, in the meantime, let's, uh, let's go back to Bard, shall we? Come on, let's go back to the matter in hand. Right, so back to the new Ajax range, a bit like what Tom said earlier, doesn't always get it right, and it has referenced previous stuff. So Bard says, I think the new Ajax range is very stylish and modern. I particularly like the away kit, which is navy blue with red and gold accents. The collar and cuffs feature a geometric knit pattern, which is a nice touch. So there we go. It's obviously looked a very recent shirt, but hasn't quite picked up that there's a brand new range out at the moment. Okay, so far... So far, Mike's job safe. Just about. I tell you what, though, Bard could have his own YouTube channel. Yes, yeah, got a higher degree accuracy in some of that information. Most of them are more than a year out, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, and what else have we got in the news? Less breaking news, but what else have we got in the news? Was uh, Tom, I know you want to get involved in this Juventus link. Yeah, so Juventus, their home shirt for next season has been leaked. And I know we tend to not comment on leaks as much as possible, but... It's quite a notable one because this shirt is bonkers, even by Juventus's standards in the last few years. And Adidas, they really do seem to have it in for Juventus, don't they? I mean, there's been all sorts of controversy there. That half and half kit, 
which broke away from the traditional stripes. Then they had broken stripes for two seasons running. Finally got a return to stripes this season, but it had that awful, uh, sorry, last season, but it had that awful sponsor on the front. And then this season, we've kind of got semi-broken stripes again. And now this league, it's, I mean, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's it's awful. From a distance, it almost looks furry, like hairy. It looks like hairy stripes. They kind of like mesh into each other like a, like a transitional transitional stripes almost it's, it's bizarre and it's like a zebra tom like uh, it's not like a zebra though is it zebras aren't hairy are they hairy i don't know they're, they're slightly touched. hairy yeah i've never touched one i have to admit but um it's got it's so like, much yellow bad, on it, isn't it? Like, yeah it's like it's proper furry it's not like fine it does look bizarre and then the the fucking luminous yellow accents on it as well. I mean, Juventus, they have had yellow on their home shirts in the past, especially since the 90s. But predominantly that's been confined to either the, the badge, the stars above the crest, or the night tick, and sometimes on the sponsor. But they've only ever had yellow in the actual design of the shirt, the home shirt, once. And that was in 2008, 2009. They had a little yellow patch on the collar. Apart from that shirt, they've never had yellow in the design. And this one... It's got so much yellow on it. It's, it's it looks like a Furby shirt. It's just bizarre, and I, I it might look good on the pitch, but it's not a Juventus shirt. I mean, maybe maybe Adidas will start trying again when they start winning again, but I don't know. It's, it is a shocker, though. If it's re- if it's real, it's a shocker. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely dreadful. Um, I, I think it's one of those things where you have some clubs. Adidas seem to get them spot on. I've not really liked a single Juve kit since they've been back or since they've been uh, manufacturing their kits. Um, it's just not really worked for me. And this latest one, I think, may well be the absolute worst one that they've come up with. Yeah, it's um, it is hard to make Juve likeable and they've certainly, certainly not managed that with this kit at all. So who knows? Maybe we'll do you turn when we see it on the pitch and maybe it's a massive April Fool's. I don't think this one is, but um, there have been plenty of April Fool's out there, haven't there, Adam? There have. So I'm going to mention a, a couple of April Fools. Um, so the first one is friend of the pod, the Shirt Union at the Shirt Union on Twitter. Now, I think what makes a really good April Fools is one where you kind of look at it and go, oh, hang on. I'm not sure. And they did that. So they tweeted about the new Napoli Times Easter special shirt. And obviously it's a Photoshop job. So there's an Easter egg on it and there's like bunny rabbits on the sleeves. But it's also believable. Because Napoli have had so many ridiculous shirts over the years, including the one with the reindeer on it and the one with the lips, like the the, the, the Valentine's one. Fucking awful. I'm turning into Scotty, but fucking awful. So their tweet was believable. And talking of another believable tweet, the uh, the one from this very pod that they think hits all over April Fool's tweet was about a Fiorentina shirt with Mario on it. And again, when I first saw it, I was like, yes, brilliant. I love that. I want it. It needs to be, oh, fuck's sake, it's April the 1st. And I I genuinely thought it was going to be a shirt. And I was, for a second, very excited about it. So, um, yeah, thanks for that, guys. No, the, the Napoli one was good. In fact, it was probably too good a Photoshop because generally all the Napoli shirts this year look like somebody's taking pictures of, of paint. Um, and put them on top of a shirt. And this one actually looked probably a bit too good. I actually quite liked it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, like the, the bunny rabbits on the sleeves were, were quite uh, a, a nice touch. 
I was going to say it's testament to both those April Fool's tweets that I would have bought both those shirts, the Mario Fiorentina and the Easter Napoli one. I thought they both looked really good. But isn't there a Super Mario Brothers film coming out soon? That that was yeah. it. That was the setting. You know, it's out this weekend, I think. It will premiere oh, right. this weekend. So that was um, that was why it sort of like fit perfectly. Yeah, maybe we yeah. will see a Kellogg's like kind of connection and they'll release a shirt in a cereal box or something. The only place the shirt union's tweet fell down was that they tweeted it during the month of Easter because we all know that Napoli release fucking Halloween shirts or Valentine shirts and then wear them in January or <laughs> November. But again, that's that's why it worked though because it was a bit like the, um, the your your pod one as well because obviously there's a Super Mario Bros film coming out. That's what I thought that, you know, when I saw the tweet, I was like, brilliant, fantastic. And that's why the Napoli one worked as well, because it is Easter. And it's so believable that Napoli would bring out this really stupid shirt just to celebrate Easter for some reason. I'm not an advocate of fakes at all, as you all know, probably yeah, as far as you can get from it. A kind of tiny bit of me is hoping to see one of our Fiorentina Mario shirts pop up somewhere because oh, yeah, I'd be a bit moment of pride really i think it's got to go on dh gate it, it really does I'd have to it. go into dh gate would you consider yourself <laughs> a designer then though well you know it comes doesn't it you know one shirt that we're not sure was an april fools or not is the arsenal away kit for next season i mean that was sort of being leaked all through last week and is it is it a joke is it real i mean it's bad enough to be a joke yeah again this is I don't know if it is an April Fool's because technically I think it came out the day before, but then I saw someone tweeted that the account that shared it is based in Australia and it was April Fool's Day there, but I don't know if that's true. But essentially they've let Arsenal down and it's weird because they have been so good for Arsenal Adidas um, as they've gone along uh, since they've taken over. But this shirt, it's kind of a fluorescent greeny yellow colour and it has thick black lines all over it. It reminds me a little bit of the Manchester United kind of zebra black and white one they had in that maybe it's designed to be quite distracting it's got blue on it as well and it's just not great apparently the the thought behind it is that the lines represent like plane lines like in the sky because gooners travel from all over the world to get to the emirates stadium it's just i don't know it's not a good shirt and if you couple it with the leaked home shirt that arsenal have got for the upcoming season which I don't mind but it's certainly the weakest one they've had so far it, it looks like maybe Adidas have finally dropped the ball a bit with them I think it's, it's a dreadful shirt but I think is this kind of like an unwritten rule is that you cannot be successful on the pitch and have good kits at the moment because Arsenal have been terrible and won nothing for years but they've had the best kits and leisure wear now they're finally successful on the pitch and it looks like they're gonna have a dreadful shirt for next season but i would not heard that patter about it the design being you know reflective of the plane the plane lines and that kind of thing well that that was uh, according to um we'll call them hoodie fed lines so how true it is or not i don't know but yeah that that was what what they've said was the uh the marketing idea and, and obviously like all, all shirts these days need some kind of crappy inspiration behind them to, for it to be a shirt design doesn't it so the key to how true their information is is where did they get it from because it's never original <laughs> so well i did say I that they uh, they talked about the new fiorentina shirt coming out with a mario on it as well so you know 
Well, there we go. Uh, yeah, I, I hadn't heard that pattern. I think that probably makes me more inclined to think it was an April Fool's. But um, compared to some of the descriptions we've had for shirts in the last few years, that could be eminently true as well. That wraps up this week's news. Let's have a quick Scotty rants. what it might be um, this week but with a tweet and Tom pointed out he probably knew it was coming it's a bit of a short one because it's kind of quite a basic rule and I'm sure everybody here has dealt with these kind of clowns but it's eBay why put on our best offer if you're not willing to accept a fucking offer and the other thing is if you put up our best offer don't be fucking offended when somebody tries to chance their arm, there, there are ways around it. You can either decline it or, more sensibly, send a counter offer so the person knows what kind of ballpark you're looking for. And just in case you were wondering, a fucking pound off is not a fucking best offer. If you were sat on your phone arguing with a fucking stranger over a pound, you need to fucking sort yourself out because it is infuriating and it is ridiculous if you want a price for a shirt fucking buy it now if you're looking if you're looking for a chance stick a best offer but stop being a cunt and wasting everybody's time Adam, you see what we have to put up with now? Absolutely. No, no. Um, I, I enjoy the, the rants mainly because I completely agree with like 99% of them. <laughs> it's a bit like watch, when you watch Kirby Enthusiasm and you watch Larry David just get himself into trouble. But you're like, I understand where he's coming from. And I completely get where you're coming from with this, uh, Scott. I think it, it drives me mad. I literally had that the other day where someone had a shirt on for £15, sent them an offer of 12 which I thought was fair, automatically declined, sent another of 13 automatically declined so what is the point then like like if you want 15 pounds just say you want 15 pounds it's fine i would have probably paid it but you pissed me off by declining my offer of 12 and then 13 pounds so i didn't buy the shirt and it 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 just really infuriates me there we go that's another week's scotty rants Right, so this week's feature is a little bit different. As I mentioned at the opening of the show, we have invited Adam along to represent Bard, Google's AI chatbot. I'm not sure what the description was, but that's roughly what it was, language language bot. We are going to ask as panellists Bard to write three pieces of football or shirt-related information for us, and we'll see what Bard comes back with. Does that make sense to everyone? Uh, yes. <laughs> voice break then um, <laughs> congratulations yeah so we're each gonna put a 
proposition to Bard and Bard is going to produce a story, a poem or a scenario for us. And then we'll, we'll see how good it is. Exactly that. I'm glad you understand it, Tom. So going first, should we go with Scott? Right. So I've gone for, in an L.A. noir style, David Moyes, Brendan Rogers, and Graham Potter all go to the pub uh, to share a drink and to discuss being fired from their dream jobs, obviously referencing Man United, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Right, so let's see what Bard comes up with. Here we go. So, Graham Potter, Brendan Rogers, and David Moyes sit in a pub nursing their drinks. This is quite long, actually. They were all former Premier League managers and they'd all been sacked. I don't get it, said Potter. I thought I was doing a good job at Chelsea. <laughs> Me neither, said Rogers. I thought I was doing a good job at Liverpool. And I thought I was doing a good job at Manchester United, said Moyes. So what happened? asked Potter. I don't know, said Rogers. I guess the board just didn't think we were good enough. Maybe, said Moyes, or maybe they just wanted a change. Whatever the reason, said Potter, it's tough to take. Yeah, it is, said Rogers, but we'll get over it. We're all good managers and we'll find new jobs. I hope so, said Moyes. I missed the game. Me too, said Potter. Well, at least we have have each other, said Rogers. Oh my gosh, we can commiserate together. Yeah, said Moyes, and we can help get each other back into management. That's true, said Potter. We can be a support group. A support group for sack managers, said Rogers. I like it. Me too, said Moyes. It's not the worst thing in the world. No, it's not, said Potter. It could be worse. Yeah, we could be working, said Rogers. (laughs) Or we could be dead. (laughs) Or we could be dead, said Moyes. That's true, said Potter. It could be worse. The three managers sat in silence for a few minutes, each lost in their own thoughts. I'm going to get another drink, said Rogers. Me too, said Moyes. I'll get them, said Potter. Potter got up and went to the bar. As he was waiting to be served, he overheard two men talking at the next table. Did you hear about Potter? One of the men said. Yeah, the other man said. He got sacked. I can't believe it, the first man said. He was doing a great job at Chelsea. I know, the second man said. I don't know what happened. Maybe the board just wanted to change, the first man said. Maybe, the second man said. But it's still a shame. Potter finished his drinks and went back to his table. What were you talking about? Rogers asked. I overheard those two men talking about me, Potter said. They said I got sacked. Yeah, we know, said Rogers. I know, Potter said, but it's still weird to hear it from someone else. We're almost at the end, honestly. (laughs) I know what you mean, Rogers said. It's never easy to hear that you've been sacked. No, it's not, said Potter. But you'll get over it, Rogers said. You're a good manager and you'll find a new job. I hope so, Potter said. I know so, Rogers said, which sounds like a very Brendan Rogers way of saying it. Potter and Rogers finished their drinks and left the pub. They walked back to their hotel, each lost in their own thoughts. Seemingly forgotten about David Moyes at this point. As Potter lay in bed that night, 
he couldn't he couldn't believe that he had been sacked. He thought he was doing a good job at Chelsea, but the board had decided to make a change. Potter knew he would get over it. He was a good manager and he would find a new job, but it still stung to be sacked. He had put a lot of work into Chelsea and he had thought that he was building something special. But now it was over and Potter was left to wonder what would happen next. Wow. That was that was certainly something. Thank you. Thank you, Bard, for that. There were a few times I felt like that that story was going to take a rather X-rated turn, but I'm glad that it didn't. <laughs> no, it kind of repeated itself a little bit, but I think my, my absolute favourite bit is when Moy said, it could be worse, we could be dead. <laughs> I can imagine that. that was you could just imagine them three sad cunts sat and they're talking like that, couldn't you? Bunch of boring bastards. Rogers knew that Potter was going to get up and go and get the next round. He had it written down in an envelope. Right, Adam, I've got one I'd like you to uh, to pop into Bard. Could you ask Bard to write me a love poem about a man called Mike who loves small men's Bayern Munich shirts and hates Borussia Dortmund long sleeve shirts? Yes, I can. And... A love poem about a man called Mike who loves small men's Bayern Munich shirts and hates long sleeve Borussia Dortmund shirts. Mike, oh Mike, my love for you is deep, like the red of Bayern Munich shirts. Your eyes are bright like the white trim and your hair is dark like the shorts. I love to watch you play with your small men's shirts and shorts. (laughs) (laughs) And I cheer you on to victory with all my heart and soul. But when you wear a long sleeve Dortmund shirt, my heart breaks in two, for I know that you have betrayed me and that our love is through. So please, Mike, put on your Bayern Munich shirt and let us be together again, for I love you more than anything in the world and I can't bear to be without you. I, I feel like it got a bit confused with what you were asking it, but I think the, the end result <laughs> is is just as good, to be honest. No, 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 no complaints there at all. Love it. Tom, what have you got? I want to ask Bard to write a haiku about losing an eBay auction for a football shirt at the very last second. Okay, and Bard says, My dream shirt lost. Bidding war in the final seconds. Heartbreak and tears. It's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> it's actually really profound. <laughs> it really is. It does hit home, doesn't it? It's scary how accurate some of them are. It really is. All right, come on, let's have, let's have one more, Adam. Adam, go on. What do you want? Let's let's come up with something and give you the opportunity to 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 share with us your your message from Bard. Just don't do it in an LA Noir style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you get? Can, will it do it in the style of David Brent? Oh, yeah. We we can try that. Um, okay. So I have asked Bard to write a Brendan Rogers. Liverpool team talk in the style of David Brent. And Bart has said, right, listen up, you lot. I know we've been a bit shit lately, but I'm here to tell you that we can still turn this season around. We've got a great squad. We've got a great manager. And we've got the best fans in the world. So what we need to do is get our heads down, work hard and start winning some games. I know it's not going to be easy, but I believe in you. I believe in this team. And I know that if we stick together, we can achieve anything. So let's get out there and show them what we're made of. Let's show them that we're Liverpool and that we're not going to give up without a fight. Come on, you Reds. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Brendan, you're a bit of a knob. And you're right. I am. I'm also a winner. And I know that if we pull together, 
we can win this thing. So let's do this. Let's go out there and show them what we're made of. Let's show them that we're Liverpool and we're not going to give up without a fight. It just repeated itself. There we go. So that is a Brendan Rodgers style team talk or a David Brent style team talk by Brendan Rodgers for Liverpool. Ridiculous. I've actually quite enjoyed this and I find it mad, but I just want to quickly say, because I've been doing this while we were listening and we never let a guest go off this pod without asking it a single question. And that question is always, what combination of football player and football shirt would you choose in terms of your fantasy combinations? And I've asked God this and it gave me an answer. Do you want to know what it said? Yeah, absolutely. Promise I'm not making this up. This is genuinely what Bart said. If I could choose a fantasy combination of football player and any football shirt, I would choose Lionel Messi wearing the 1970 Brazil home shirt. Messi is arguably the greatest footballer of all time, and the 1970 Brazil home shirt is one of the most iconic football shirts ever made. Together, they would be unstoppable. I mean, it's logic to that answer. It says a bit more. I can go on. It's not much more. but I would expect Bard to to say more. Yeah, go on. (laughs) (laughs) From the little I know of Bard. (laughs) <laughs> just interesting about what it says about the shirt the 1970 brazil home shirt is a symbol of national pride it was worn by the legendary brazil team that won the world cup in 1970 the shirt is simple yet stylish with a bright yellow body and green collar it is a shirt that inspires hope and confidence messi wearing this shirt would be a sight to behold he'd be the perfect player to wear such an iconic shirt he would bring the same level of passion and dedication to the shirt that the players of that brazil team did together it would be the perfect combination not really understood um international rivalry though has Bart. no no <laughs> it'll be putting raul in a barca shirt next yeah i mean it, and, and also if, if only brazil had another player in yeah 1970 that was iconic and one of the greatest of all time that could have could have worn that shirt but yeah there's hope for us humans yet <laughs> i think some of us are on uh thin ice though but um we'll continue that was good fun well done everybody that was great fun and adam um fantastic reading skills there i can see why you um found a profession you did thank you um yes i'm a children's librarian so i have elevated from picture books to reading bard and yeah <laughs> i'm very proud of myself for that so thank you for your kind <laughs> praise what's that um rule on the internet that, that is, is it rule 47 has anyone heard of this no so it's that if anything exists and is on the internet, it will eventually be made into a porno version. So I wonder if we'll eventually get porno bard. Porno Adam reading out bard. Yeah, I'm not sure like a porno children's librarian is what I'd, I, I want to see. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't, I hope no one from work listens to this. last question about Bard. Do you have to ask him a direct question? Or if you type in they think it's all over, will you get a response from Bard? Should we see what happens? Because you've got more chance of him saying it than me. So I've asked Bard, or I've said they think it's all over. And Bard says, they think it's all over, but it isn't. <laughs> well, Bard is right, because it's not all over yet. Um there, there was actually more. Um, oh, there's more. I, yeah, I yeah, no, no, there's more. Um, yeah. But Bard likes to hold court. It really does. 
um, they think it's all over, but it isn't. The game is still on. There's still time to win. So don't give up. Don't give in. Keep fighting. Keep believing because anything is possible as long as you don't give up. Very Ted Lasso, that was. Yeah, but very wise words and, and you know, good message for people people to live by. And that's kind of what we try and bring to people's lives in this podcast. So, um, so no, it's nice nice to finish the section on that note. Tom, what have we got coming up in future weeks? So we're now going to just talk to Bard every week and let him do all of the work. Um, but apart from that, we've actually got a lead special where we're going to be talking about David O'Leary's halcyon days as boss of Leeds when they were hitting the latest stages of the Champions League and they were spending absolute fortunes on some of the world's best players. So we're going to be looking at that. We're going to have a little discussion about squad numbers and some of our favourite players and some of their weird and unusual squad numbers and the reason for that. We've also got a chat about forgotten football clubs. So clubs that no longer are with us anymore, rest in peace. We've got an Ajax special and we've got a couple of internationals, an international manager and an international footballer all in the next few weeks in the future. So yeah, pretty exciting. Very exciting. And we've got our own special coming up as well, haven't we? You've greatest shirt of all time, isn't that right? We have. Has everyone put their five in? Scott, you done it? No, not yet. I need to do it. I'm struggling to only pick five. I think I'm the only one who's done it. Adam, have you done it yet? No, no, I'm, I'm struggling as well. Um, the, the last time I was on the pod, I actually said like, oh, we don't want to just see like your Fiorentina Nintendo shirts. And now I can't look past it. And that's what keeps going to my number one. It's like, I can't put that because I said on the pod, we don't want to see this. Um, so yeah, no, I'm struggling a bit. So it, it's a lot harder than just picking what the previous one was, was picking your, your favourite uh, shirts of the season. Like to do an all time is... It's a big responsibility, to be honest. It, it's it's difficult, but I will do it. I said my five today and I'm already fretting that I've forgotten something or missed something out or not thought about it. But I've tried to do it. I've tried to pick some absolute all time greats. And I've also tried to pick a couple that are just personal to me, although they'll probably never see the light of the day on the list. But, you know, it is what it is. Be interesting to see where the Fiorentina 2022-23 Mario shirt comes in, but um, I can see it going in quite highly after the last few days. Mike has said he wants us to get draw a line under this, hasn't he, Tom? He said he wants all entries in by, what did he say? Was it Easter Monday or something? I think so, yeah, because the list will be coming out in the next week or so. So, yeah, you, you really are running out of time if you want to have a say. So if you haven't voted, you can't complain. Just a reminder, email those into us at hello at ttkaopod.com. Yeah, thanks again, um, everybody, for liking and interacting with us. We really enjoy it. And, yeah, just keep going. With Without you guys, there wouldn't be a need to make this content. So keep uh, keep it coming. And thanks, Adam, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. They think it's all over. It is now.